When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, so that fourth and one, uh, Hollywood was wide open on the sideline. I, and from my view... He caught it. It was there. And then obviously it looked like he got punched out. Should he have just caught it and go down in that moment instead of turning up the field and allowing the defender to punch it out? Like secure the ball, get down in that moment? Or, or you're going for the gusto, you're going for the touchdown. What do you do in that moment? I think he was just playing football, you know. And he, <laughs> he knew he was open and he caught it. I just It's one of those things where it's you can't really fault anybody for that. I mean, he was wide open. He made the catch. He when he caught it, he did what he's taught to do: catch it, try to. I, I, could he have tucked it faster? Eh, you know. I mean, was it a great play by the safety? Yes, great play. Right. The only thing I can say is, at the end of the day, they're going to count it as a drop because it was in your hands. And as a receiver, you just got to know you have to know you're going to get hit in this situation. You have to know somebody's coming. Right. So. Am I going to fault the man for dropping it? No. Is it going to count as a drop? Yes. You know, just how that's how it it's going to play out. It was just you want to see him catch that? Yes. You want to see him catch it. I don't. I don't think there's anything he could have done differently. I saw a series of tweets in that moment. Uh, Darren Urban, who covers the Cardinals, does a great job. You know, he works for the oh, team. Yeah. He's like, what a great play. And I don't know how much of that is Darren Urban because he works for the team, or he genuinely thought that was just a great play. And then I saw someone else. Yeah, and then and then I saw some. Or you know, he he thought it was a great play call, right? Like an amazing play call. Should have caught it. Should have oh, been play call. Play call. It play, looks right? like an amazing. It looks like an amazing play call because it it was possibly completed, like you said. Well, he was if wide open, right? He yeah, looked wide open. Not, he could have caught it. Not there. Yeah, if it's not there, you know, then everybody talk about play calls like that was a bad play call. I wasn't a fan of the play call. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a fan of it. Well, and that, that's what I was going to go into. I saw other people saying terrible play call, and I can I go either way. I didn't like the play call, but it's one of those, like, catch-22 things, you know, like uh, it's what we say on offense, right? Oh, he ran the wrong route. Somehow he still got the ball thrown to him, and he caught it for a first down or a touchdown, right? Ain't nobody complaining about it until you go to film the next day and they yeah, realize course. that you ran the wrong route, right? But at the end of the day, coach going to be like, you know, you messed up, you ran the wrong route. Hell of a catch. Thank you for catching again the first down, touchdown, whatever it is. So that one right there, I think, if he catches it, it's a different story. Before we cover the final drive and the game winner, because we're going to end on that high, uh, I do want to ask you, because you've been in the film room following a game, you know, maybe a, a nail-biter loss. 
for Kyler, when you're in that position, when you guys are in that moment, and, and like he has where he's burning timeouts, and then he's uh, uh, we talked about with the coaches, like it could be them getting in late, but the 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 one play, for example, where he again it's year four, and he's he's uh, oh gosh, what am I, the words I'm looking for? He, he intentional grounding. He threw threw uh, he clearly was in the pocket, no, like no. just felt like a dumb play, like at. I get it's going to happen, but it feels like it always happens with Kyler. So what happens in, in year four when you're, when you're now – you're basically a vet at year four. So yeah. – and you're the quarterback. Like, I get it's a little different because the buddy-buddy, but what is, what is being said to Kyler tomorrow in film? I mean, obviously they won, so they're going to be happy, but – I mean, I could tell you what would be said in, you know, the 2015 yeah. coach's room. You know, I could tell you what would be said in there. Don't get me wrong, like – all these quarterbacks do this. I mean, there's yeah. guys, there's guys, twenty year veteran quarterbacks that get intentional grounding calls, and they're dumb intentional grounding calls. It's just one of those split second where I am not trying to take this sack, and you just <laughs> let it go. It's it's like it's just one of those brain farts. If if, if that's how you it feels play. like every other game though with Kyler, that's the only frustrating part. Is yeah, it feels like I get it's going to happen. You in hope the somebody says season. something. Yeah, I ugh. you would hope in that you would hope in that in the room in the film room when they're watching it that Cliff or the quarterback coach or whoever is the one that's that's explaining it in there is like, hey, like this shit, this stuff can't happen, you know, like this can't happen. <laughs> that uh, the voice you, the voice you hear right there, Britton Golden, former uh, Cardinals wide receiver, uh, guest hosting Gunner. Ditched me for Hawaii, missed a heck of a game, and now we're going to cover the last drive uh, of the game. And I'll tell you, sitting around a bunch of Cardinal fans, it was woe is me. Everybody's like, we're screwed. There's no way they're getting a stop again. And not once, but twice, they knocked the ball loose. The first time they knocked the ball loose. Back-to-back plays, wasn't it? Same. Hunter Renfro was both of them, too. Yeah. Every uh, the first time, so let's talk about the first time. Uh, they knocked the ball out. Everyone's losing their mind around me, thinking we recovered it. And uh, well, what's his name? Um, the tight end, not Waller, but the other tight end, Moreau. Mar- right. Yeah, Moreau. Yeah, Foster Foster Moreau. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he, I think he. When I saw it happen, and looking at the jumbotron, I think the Cardinals recovered. I genuinely, I, I really do, but I think Foster, grown man strength, ripped that thing out under that pile and <laughs> came away I with it. Was I just a better, it was a better angle for Moreau to fall on it because he was yeah. directly over the top of the ball. So I think, I think they got there at the same time. I just think uh, Moreau was stronger at the bottom of the pile. What, what happens at the bottom of those piles, Britt? You don't want to know. <laughs> no, I've heard it gets. A, I heard yeah, it gets a, a little ugly under the pile. But so yeah, then, obviously, last play of the game, you're thinking they're already in field goal range. They could end this thing. Yeah, they're just trying to get a little bit closer, make it a sure thing. And and ultimately, who's? I mean, if you're the Raider fans, you know, I want to hear their podcast next because I want to hear what do they think. <laughs> <laughs> they did not think happily right now. They ain't nothing I, happy. Well, my thing is, do they think they should have been moving, you know, trying trying to get the extra yardage or just take the field goal at that point? But, um, and I saw some Cardinal fans question on our end, right? When we went for that fourth and one 
they questioned, you know, why not kick that really long field goal? If you miss it, you give him the ball right there anyway. That's the thing. Like at this point, and they're going to get an opportunity regardless. Even if you make that field goal, now they they get an opportunity to to move the ball. So, like you said, it's do we kick it and miss it? They get it here, or you know, do we go for it? If we don't get it, they still get it here. So, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, going into the final play, Isaiah Simmons who, much like A.J. Green, had a very rough day. He went from having the green dot, and for those that you know maybe knew and, and just like the entertainment factor of this show, which I appreciate, the green dot is you're calling in the plays of the defense. You're letting everyone know where they're supposed to be, what's going on. You're the and, quarterback, especially. Yeah, you're the quarterback of the defense. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that was Isaiah Simmons week one. Well, he got stripped of that. And well, I don't. I I went in the coaching room. I don't know what the call was, but he wasn't wearing the green dot today. Uh, Zayvon Collins was, which scares the hell out of me. The the both of these guys are young guys, and you're They're putting young. them in charge of it. Oh, you put them in charge of that. It's just it, it scares me. But so Isaiah didn't get m- many snaps in the first half, and uh, everyone on Twitter was wondering, like, wow, from penthouse where everyone thought this guy is going to make strides this year to outhouse, we're concerned that that he's now in the doghouse and he's not going to play much. I mean, people were ready to kill Kime. I mean, it was just bad at that point. You know, people already don't like Kime uh, for some draft questions and everything else. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, people were calling for his head when they saw Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons not playing. They're like, well, what the heck? He's the one guy we thought, out of him and Zayvon Collins, he was the guy that we thought was – Closer to a sure thing at this point. So Isaiah Simmons makes a play, punches the ball out, and then it gets scooped up by Byron Murphy. I'm losing my mind at this point, just thinking that we recovered it and we're going to get to make a drive. I like him jumping around, and the next thing I see, I look over, Byron's running down the sideline, and he has got a clear path. Gone. Gone. And he's gone. There's nobody catching him. I was I'm sitting here on the couch watching on the TV. I, my wife is sitting right next to me. We're sitting there, and I'm just like, well, you know, they gave it a the hell of an effort. And then <laughs> Isaiah Simmons hits that man, and that ball gets loose. And I jumped up off the couch. I was like, we got another chance. And then I see Byron Murphy just skating down the sideline. I was like, mine was blown. I was like, there's no way they just won this game on a 60, 70-yard fumble recovery. Like, So – <laughs> that happens. He gets in the end zone. Everyone on the sideline rushes the field. And again, that's that light switch. Again, where this oh, yeah. team has been, there had been pressure. They've heard the outside noise. Like you said, they check Twitter. That, you oh, yeah. know, they see what people are saying. Everybody sees it. So you got all this, all this noise, people dogging you, and they already know, like, after this performance, it's only going to get worse. And so that play happens. 
everyone. I'm sure it was a sigh of relief. The emotions running wild. They all run onto the field. I'm sitting on the sideline um, near the goal line, right, where Byron runs in. I don't see that he drops the ball, which looks like almost early, which, God, what is that conversation uh, he, tomorrow? Uh, he would uh, – and it happens that's be one of those, way more than it should, right? Yeah. It's like guys just like – Bro, just hold on to the football until you are five yards deep in the end zone. If you're going to get in the end zone anyway, you just – that whole dropping it short. Could you imagine, though? Could you imagine the conversation if you get a fumble, a scoop and score, and you threw it down short of the goal line, and it goes out the back of the end zone, and it's a touchback and Las Vegas Raiders football on the 20-yard line? I just – I really want to be in the room during that convo tomorrow when they rewatch the play, and then they say, Byron – Fantastic, but dummy, hold the hold ball. on to the damn ball. Like, this is not it. This is, this is stuff you get sent. You know, in high school, you run laps for, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, nothing crazy is going to happen to Byron Murphy if he would have actually done it. But that's one of those things where it's like, dude, like this is it's this is bigger than getting cut or you know, this is this is a game. This is this is our record, and this is a game we needed to win. You know, so uh, yeah, we're getting the quote from uh, producer Major League. Hell <laughs> of a major catch. League. <laughs> Don't ever do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Great quote from Major League. Hell of a catch. I'll never Love do it again. Um, so, you know, where I'm sitting, what I want to bring up is, you know, at the end of the game, especially a game like that, when it's close, who comes down from the press box, Britt? Uh, your GM, or, or from the owner's box, I should say. Yeah, your owner, your GM, they're standing on the sideline. So your right in front of player me, personnel. Yeah, right in front of me is Steve Keim, GM of the Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, owner of the Cardinals, right, and Adrian, Adrian and Adrian Wilson, assistant GM of the Cardinals, who was up for GM jobs yeah. in the offseason. Your top three, your top three people upstairs, of course. As soon as it gets close, uh, so they'll be down there. So when Byron scores and everyone runs on the field, the, I wish I would have pulled out my phone. The look, and if you can play this back, if you have an opportunity to go watch the game, watch that play, I'm sure it's going to be all over Twitter. If you can get a look at those guys on the field, Steve Kime, out of everybody, I could feel the relief that Isaiah Simmons, a draft pick he's been criticized about, and Byron Murphy a draft pick that at times he's been criticized about both made the play to win and Kyler Murray, another guy he drafted all made plays. None of these were free agents. They all, or no, and it was no one he's tra traded for, which he, you know, everyone loves him for his trades. Everyone gets on him for one thing, his draft picks. Draft picks. And who seals the deal, but his draft picks. His draft picks finally, finally came through. Uh, oh, what a game, what a game, what a game.